This is Courtney. And this is Kelsey. And we're Pen Pals. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 12. We're back at it again. And this episode, we wanted to talk all about how to be confident, how we groaned into more confident people, more confident women, how we've blossomed, as someone can say, you know. But um, <laughs> how we've blossomed and grown into hot, confident. 30, flirty and thriving, just kidding, we're not 30 yet, but we have life experiences that have made us more confident, so we wanted to get into that and talk about that, because I definitely have not felt confident my whole life at all, and I don't know, maybe some people are born with confidence, some people just have it, I don't know, what do you think, Kelsey? No, I think that your confidence, I wouldn't say I'm the most confident person, but I do think it improves, (laughs) I do think it improves over the course of your life, but I also think, I don't want to be morbid, but I feel like the older you get, you're like, well, I have less time left, I'm doing this, I don't care what you think, like, level confidence coming up, too. (laughs) Yeah, that, that's true, too, that's true as well and I feel like kind of as you get older it's like been there done that it's like you've kind of like I don't know I feel like there's also like types of people that like you're just gonna keep meeting over and over again in a way like things like are less likely to like throw you for a curveball and you've had so many like life experiences up until this point um, that make you like the confident person that you are because you're not just starting out just from, from nowhere with work, with friends, dating, whatever. So that's actually the three pillars. I'm calling them the three <laughs> areas of confidence <laughs> that I, I thought would be good to talk about. So first I want to talk about like friendships and how I became confident in making friends and within my friendships and stuff. And for me, I used to really struggle with like making friends and feeling like I had good solid friendships in um, middle school and high school. I just, I don't know, like I, I think also a big part of it is like in elementary school, middle school, high school, even college for some people, um, like you're just, you have a set group of people that like you have to go to class with, you have to, you know, like experience prom with, you have to, well, you don't have to go to prom, but like, you know, you have (laughs) to like have these experiences with these set amount of people, unless like your family moves, you move, you move schools. And so I think like, I don't know, it's just like, you don't have that kind of like choice and so you kind of almost in a way like especially when you're younger like you might feel the need to kind of like fit in like feel like you have to fit in sort of thing and I feel like that for me like made me almost feel like this is like a bad mindset but like it made me almost feel like I don't know I just didn't never really clicked with people so great in middle school and high school and so like I just felt like okay, I just have to, like, accept whatever I could get, basically, like, I'm gonna have to be friends with this, these people, or I'm gonna have, like, 
no one to sit with at lunch, no one to go to prom with or whatever. And so, like, maybe they're not going to be a great friend to me, but, like, I have to just, like, take it. That's a really bad mindset, and I would not recommend that to anyone. (laughs) Well, I think, too. How do you feel? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I grew up in Iowa. I grew up my whole childhood in the same town, and that's all you know. That's the people, the way the people around you act, the way the lifestyle just everything like you're a kid that's the way you grew up that's all you know you haven't been introduced or exposed to other lifestyles different types of people um so I think that mindset makes sense and I think if you don't know what else is out there in the world it can you can be so hard on yourself because you're like I don't fit in here but there are other places that you could fit in um and so I think just being exposed growing up being in different experiences moving for me was very impactful for sure and Mm -hmm. I've talked about this again and again in tons of episodes that I've always wanted to work in entertainment which you have to be in a big city to do so I always knew like there was something big out there for me I didn't yeah I wasn't surrounded by people who had the same goals as me at all and so when I got to college and was surrounded by creative people who wanted to work in television who were super excited about it it got me even more excited about it and Mm -hmm. college friendships I guess that's probably why the reason the reason why college friendships are so strong I think too is because you are bonding over similar hobbies you do have a similar mindset you have the same goals you chose you both chose that school because Mm. and chose your major because you have that in common you have the same mindset you both want to be there so you have a lot more in common with people because you get to choose where you want to be yeah exactly and I think that was like the big turning point for me where it was like for the first time I like chose all of my friends out of a big pool of like 50,000 people I could be friends with at Penn State and stuff and we talked about that in our Penn State episode why we wanted to go to Penn State and like have a big school like that and so yeah I think it was like for the first time I was able to like choose who I wanted to be friends with I dove into the tv stuff that I was really interested in and then like I met similar minded people that's how we met at our sketch comedy (laughs) tv show we were both doing we're both having fun we're both like we're trying to try new things and and be with people that had similar mindsets and stuff and yeah so that's like kind of the advice I would give like looking back at it with someone in their as someone in their 20s like it's really hard in middle school and high school sometimes you're kind of stuck and everyone's kind of you're learning who you are and so it's really hard but I feel like once you're out of that and you could go to college meet new people or even not go to college and move anywhere and meet new people find something that like you're interested in surround yourself with people who are interested in the same thing because likely they'll have like a similar outlook on life a similar passions things they find funny things they find like fun to do like so really just you know dive into that instead of sinking into yourself and being like I just, like, am not good at making friends. I'm not, you know, like, really try your best to go to the positives of what you're excited about, what you're passionate about, instead of, like, sinking into yourself and being, like, insecure about yourself. Because it's not about 
you really ever it's really never like about you as a person oh you're so hard to be make friends with or be friends with so really try your best not to get into that negative mindset I agree and I think too high school was a really hard time for me I left Mm. high school early I think I've mentioned that in a previous episode as well but high school I think when you're there it feels like it lasts forever like your whole life has been school it's been the same people it's been structured it just feels like that's what life is and it's so crazy when you're done with school and like there's a whole world out there that you knew nothing about and that you're about to experience it's it's I don't know for anyone that's going through that right now there is definitely something completely and drastically different headed for you soon at least that was what I thought it just seemed it just seemed like it it, it was almost overwhelming to an extent because you're like I have all these opportunities all these people around me and it when you're focused on what you like and you're truly being yourself you're gonna find people who are the same way and who appreciate you for how you really are and I think that's how you make friends yeah Yeah, I completely agree, and and sometimes, you know, that could be hard in high school with, like, the limited pool of people, so exactly, like, just know that there's more, more out there for you, like, if you're ever stuck in that situation, and so that's what I would say to myself looking back, and to also, like, look for friends that, like, support you and, like, are truly happy for you and, like, don't gossip and, like, live for the drama like that I mean some people may be like that but like you know if someone's gonna gossip to you about someone else they're gonna gossip about you to someone else as well and so know that (laughs) it's just it's who they are it's gonna happen to you so I I am like the least dramatic I just don't I don't like conversation I don't like drama I'm very much an introvert in that sense so any sight of that I'm like okay goodbye I'm gonna go over here (laughs) yeah and that's why we're friends too I think we like both like just talk about like what we're interested in stuff we never talk about like other people or like stuff like that so yeah we just talk about what's going on in our lives and and all of that and I think also like I've come to realize like we're both similar in this way like I like joke with my boyfriend I'm like I have like one friend that's Kelsey like I just have like one singular friend but hey I'd rather have one best friend like Kelsey than a million friends that talk behind my back and like are just like you know so (laughs) that's so sweet I saw a TikTok video the other day and I thought it was so funny because this is I'm the exact same way this is me it was a mom and she had her little I think it was like a kindergartner like a four or five year old kid and she said what do you say if someone comes up to you at school and says they're your mom's friend and they're here to pick you up and the kid goes my mom doesn't have any friends you're a liar (laughs) that's so funny and I was like it's gonna be my daughter no it's just funny me too (laughs) me too my future 
<laughs> yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I think it is really getting comfortable with that as well. That that comes more with age, I would say, For like sure. as well. And I, I think like kind of like in high school, you kind of feel like you you do need to have like certain amount of friends like in high school to like do those activities with but after that like who who cares and even in high school who cares like too so like yeah really like you only need like one good friend and that's it you're lucky if you have that and yeah I think we should probably do a whole other episode about friendships I think that'd be fun there's a lot to talk about there I think and I wanted to bring up too that because a lot of people have said this like I've noticed that the older you get, the less friends you have. And I don't think it's Mm -hmm. because you're more boring or you're uncool. It's because you realize what's important in a friendship. What is important, like what type of people are important to prioritize. And I think too, at least from my experience, I spend a lot of time at home with my husband. I think once you get in a relationship as well, you do everything with them and then I've had a child so I spend a lot of time with her too so prioritizing friendships I only want to prioritize people that I really care for and that I have a good relationship with so I think that's the confidence as well you form strong bonds with people who like you for who you are that you have a good relationship Mm -hmm. with and those are the ones you want to prioritize you know I don't know yeah (laughs) exactly like I think just like putting your energy into people that like don't reciprocate it fully back to you or like don't like prioritize like you or your feelings or like are supportive of you or kind of like I don't know I hate when people do this and like make like little like backhanded compliments or like digs to like undermine you like I do not have time in my life for that at all so if you're gonna do that like I'm not gonna be your friend. I do not have time for that. So, and women so. are worse about it too. I'll talk to my husband yeah. about it. Like over the years, maybe something like that's happened to me, and I'll tell my husband. And he, like guys are just like, tell it as it is. We don't care. Like they don't get it. But women do sometimes have those little things. So you got to be careful finding good girlfriends. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and sometimes, like, transitioning to my next pillar of confidence in work and professionally and stuff, sometimes an overlap, you do have to put up with a little bit of it, like, with certain coworkers or whatever, but I just try to keep Um. work work and like you know we're not gonna be friends outside of this and stuff but just like try to keep it very like above like and just be uh professional if the if that ever like happens it like it doesn't usually too much for me or anything but like just if it ever happens I just like blow it off (laughs) like let it blow over my shoulder sort of thing but yeah another thing that I've yeah had struggled with getting confidence in is like work and kind of like feeling like I could do a good job and stuff and I think like this kind of started like well or something that also raised my confidence was when we did um our student television group at Penn State we both had like leadership positions and that was really stressful at first but I think (laughs) in that situation like it's just that situation, I think it is good to fake it till you make it at first if you have, like, a leadership-type position. What do you think? I think it was good practice 
of just fully Mm -hmm. immersing ourselves into that type of job. And it's fun because college teaches you the technical aspects. They teach you how to report on camera. They teach you to write. Like, you know, you're very well-rounded, which is everything we were doing in a leadership position and trying to teach other people to do. But it is funny because after you graduate, I feel like you you don't really do every aspect anymore. You're really focused more um, on one thing. So if there is something you're not good at, then I think it can be really daunting because you're like, oh, no. I'm not gonna, you know, and then I think once you work a little bit and understand things through internships or your first jobs and stuff, you do gain more confidence over that, and because I think the your first job out of school too or internships, I think they're really nerve wracking because it's an unfamiliar territory and you're gaining that confidence over time, and once you get promoted and work your way up and find what you're good at, and then people giving you compliments at work or your boss thinking you're doing an awesome job or incentives. I think that gains and helps build confidence, but it can be really hard in a job that you don't enjoy or you don't feel like you're good at. I think that can be like really detrimental to your confidence as well, but there's so many things out there for people to do. There's everyone's good at something. You just have to find it. And I think when you do, it's just so like liberating, you know? Yeah, I've just been having such, such a hard time with, like, overthinking things with work, and I've just, like... I'm the worst. Have, yeah, I've just, like, worst. fallen into this trap of, like, needing compliments from, like, my bosses or, like, people I am, that are, like, directly above me that I'm working with, and, like, I need yeah. them to give me a compliment or else I think I'm doing a terrible job, and that is just such a dangerous horrible mindset to get in that like I had this like one project and I think I even like texted you after this like I had this like one project and like it uh it finished and it went really well all went really well I did a really great job and no one said thank you to me or said I did a good job and usually they do and stuff but you know it depends on the person and I was like so distraught I was like this I did this for nothing like this is just like crap like I did this for nothing no one says thank you to me or anything like what am I doing this for and I just like went into like a horrible horrible like head spin of like mind space and I really had to like sit with myself and I (laughs) googled um how to stop seeking reassurance from your colleagues and stuff and I just think I developed like I don't know my job has been stressful and I think I've just developed this like kind of like not people pleasing but a little bit of people pleasing and a little bit of like constantly needing reassurance and I learned that I'm kind of doing the like needing reassurance needing compliments like from a task when I first started basically so like I'll go like above and beyond because I'm like they'll tell me I did such a good job they'll tell me like whoa you went above and beyond whoa you did so great and stuff and I like set out from the beginning doing that and I just have to like stop and just do things to the best of my ability just because I want to do things to the best of my ability but not like stretch myself so far because I'm like if I do it I'm gonna get a big gold star like that just doesn't happen and like yeah people should appreciate you at your work and they should tell you you did well and you should get the accolades and stuff but they're not always going to do it so don't like expect it if you get it great if you don't like don't let it ruin your day I let it ruin my whole like weekend like a month ago and like that's just like 
I think that also comes with being confident too is like stopping yourself and learning and reflecting and growing from it and stuff so that like you don't get derailed by not receiving a compliment and stuff like that it's just just too much to put yourself through well I think we all want to know that we're doing a good job you know like Mm -hmm. having that reassurance and like because we know we're doing a good job but for someone on the outside to tell us that we're doing a good job as well it's like oh all this hard work I've been proud of myself it's actually getting noticed and I'm working Mm -hmm. towards something and people are appreciative of that so I can I can totally I can totally see that mindset and it is hard because you put so much I think when you're doing a job you really like to you're proud of your work you're passionate about it you put everything you have into it and you and I we get along really well too because we're both perfectionists I think and having that mindset and understanding people who have that mindset and people understanding me has like made all the difference because I put everything I have into something and I want it to be the best and I and when someone says like, oh, I appreciate that or that was amazing or something, you're like, it was worth it. Like, I'm proud of my accomplishments. But you have to be proud, too, of uh, yourself, which does mm. stem from confidence as well. And that's it's hard, you know, yeah. it's it's just hard. And um I think that gets easier with age and there are times where I believe in myself and I'm proud of myself and I know I'm doing the right thing but there are still other instances where I'm like I don't think I can handle this I don't think I can do this and trying to push myself through those points in my life and being like whether it's professionally or personally like you can do this Uh, you have to have the confidence to do this and also like I mentioned earlier I think getting older and realizing like I'm gonna like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna risk it because it's something I want to do I don't have much time left I'm sounding like I'm super old but I saw actually (laughs) I saw a post recently of a guy giving um it was like top 10 tips uh that successful people live by and one Mm. of them and I know it sounds really morbid but one of them was reminding yourself of your mortality because if you realize everything can be taken from me at any moment you're gonna go after it and you're gonna trust yourself and believe that you can do it because it's something that you really want it's what is going to fulfill your life and you can go at it with full force if you're in the mindset of oh I don't think I can do this I'll try some other time like you're you're just not and it's I know they always tell us this, but you are going to fail at things you won't know until you try. And so yeah. you just have to have that confidence to go after. And I thought that was a really interesting and dark perspective, but it, <laughs> I think it can help push you to that point that you need to be at. But it does, I think, come with age. I've heard people in their yeah. 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond say that those are the best decades of their life because they finally feel like themselves they found who they are they're confident in who they are and yeah even though people are scared of aging you're learning more like you said from experiences and just being more proud of who you are and knowing Mm -hmm. that oh I've tackled this in the past and I've done an amazing job I can do this now you have that experience underneath you 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say as well. Like, knowing that you have that experience, knowing that, like, sometimes I just have anxiety with day-to-day in my job of, like, if I'm going to be able to handle certain things. And I have to remind myself, like, I am here for a reason. My boss hired me for a reason. They wouldn't have hired me if I wasn't qualified or they didn't see I had enough experience. And my experience, I didn't just plop here like out of (laughs) magic. Like we won our college Emmy before this. We did all that in college. I had internships and jobs before this and stuff. And like I've had lots of experience before this that has like primed me for you know, what I'm facing now in my job and whatever else I want to accomplish professionally. So it's hard. It's it's hard, especially when, like, your job can get super stressful or you want to try something totally new. But just like you said as well, just, like, remember where you've been before and what you have done up until this point because what you're doing right now, you wouldn't have been able to do five years ago and, like, just know how far, like, you've come and what you've accomplished and taking time to recognize that and yeah I think that's important and celebrating that like that was a good point that you made like you deserve to be there they chose you in that position for a reason and I think sometimes when we approach jobs or approach interviews it's so scary because the other person is interviewing you but you want to make sure that you're a good match for them as well. It, 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 you have to realize that you have that power and they chose yeah. you for a reason and they know that you will do the job and you are the best person for the job. So I think having that um, level of confidence and that vote mm-hmm. from somebody else um, can help push you as well. Yeah, for sure. And that, what you said there, like, when you're on an interview, like, making sure you're a good match for them as well, that actually brings me to the next topic of, like, dating and relationships, of, like, confidence, because I... You know, I talked about in a bunch of episodes, like, how I've done the dating apps and whatever, and I would go on a bunch of dates, and, like, I got myself into a really bad mindset. I think I talked about this in our Valentine's episode. I got myself in a really bad mindset where I was just, like, going on all these dates, and I just, like, would go on them, like, and I just, like, wanted them to like me, and I would want to get to the first, second, third date and stuff, but, like, I think also being confident in dating, you have to switch your mindset so that, like, you're going on the date and you're the boss doing the interview or, you know, (laughs) and, like, you're, like, have to make sure you're a good match with them as well. If you don't like them, then kick them to the curb. Well, don't kick them to the curb, but, you know, like, you don't need to put yourself through it, especially with, like, dating apps. It's also fast and it's not, like, you know, whatever. So I I think that's, that's important with dating. Yeah. And you want to be yourself too because you are going to spend every minute of the rest of your life with this person. You're going to go through highs and lows and it's all about who do you want to have by your side for those moments. You know, they have to appreciate you for you. So having the confidence to be yourself, I mean, that should be your priority because if they yeah. find out you're somebody else, you know, a few years in, it's it just can cause turmoil there so you yeah it's just yeah about and also like vulnerability obviously in a like romantic relationship showing actually who Mm -hmm. you are you have to have that confidence in the first place and like the like the quote people say all the time you have to love yourself before you love someone else and I think 
you have to just to be able to show your true colors in a sense and you want somebody to love you for who you are not for who you're pretending to be anyway yeah you have to love yourself before you can love anybody else but also if you're like struggling to love yourself or like really having confidence issues like with dating like build up your life around dating like don't make dating like your end all be all of your life like if I don't have a boyfriend like I don't have anything or if I don't have a girlfriend or vice versa or whatever like make sure like you have like your friends around you your family if you're close to them like an environment you like living in um a job you like school you're doing whatever you're doing like make sure you have like people around you that like boost you up and you hang out with and like you could have a good time with and you have like goals that you're trying to reach like don't make dating be the whole center of your life and stuff like make sure you have other stuff going on that you focus on that's like if you had a bad date whatever you return to your your life that you're you're happy with and stuff so I think it's also like if you're really struggling to be confident and you don't know where to start like build up your life around dating to make sure that you're ready for that because dating is hard too there's a lot of rejection as well well sure and I think for friendship too like we were saying if you surround yourself with things that you like go after the hobbies like the friends will come the relationships will come people who have the same interests as you and speaking from experience love always finds you when you're least expecting it I think too and if you're focused on something that you're really passionate and excited about and you're happy with your life I think that makes you even more attractive to other people in a sense because I think you want to be around people who radiate joy and happiness and who feel fulfilled and um, can make you feel happy and fulfilled as well. I mean, nobody wants to be hanging out with someone who's just has a horrible outlook on it, you know, and yeah, and just just shuts everyone out. That's you want just live your life and everything else comes. And I know that kind of comes with age, too, because. I was in college stressed out about what's going to happen after graduation. What job am I going to get? Where am I going to end up? All this stuff. And just going back and trusting that things do work out the way that they're supposed to. And you just got to go after what you want. And your own little world is created because of it, I think. Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah, like you said with friends, like, look for – common interests more so instead of like exactly seeking a significant other like look for common interests and like what you guys have in common and and common values and then I also wanted to talk about like when you are in a relationship of like having confidence in your relationship like I think that's different for everyone and stuff and but I did want to say like I think it is important to not bring like your past traumas or annoyances from like your exes like into your new relationships like if you had like a past boyfriend that like cheated on you don't go in there assuming that your new boyfriend is going to cheat on you because that just kind of like that's really hard but that just kind of like brings that energy with you so I would say one don't bring your like past traumas with you don't assume that your new boyfriend your new significant other is the same as your ex and then also like make sure like the foundation of your relationship is 
trust that like you do trust each other and you do feel like confident with each other you don't need to check to see where they're at or what they're doing or whatever I think like if you don't trust them like everything else is just going to crumble and stuff so I think you know having trust not bringing in your past traumas are a good place to start with a relationship and then whatever you want to do from there that makes you happy in a relationship um you do from there um but yeah what do you think (laughs) (laughs) no exactly you have to have confidence in your relationship yes (laughs) for sure oh my gosh (laughs) yeah yeah, so all relationships are different, so I'll leave it up to you guys of, like, what makes you feel confident in your relationship and stuff, but I think, you know, having common interests, having trust with each other are a good place to start, and, um, yeah, so I think that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about with confidence in this episode um but we want to do end with as we do with every episode of what we're watching but instead we want to talk about what we're watching to boost confidence so yeah so these are our suggestions if you're in need for a confidence boost so kelsey what would you go for (laughs) the first one i would say is yes man with jim carrey because the movie is about a man who decides that he's just gonna say yes to anything he's asked to do and Mm -hmm. it really breaks him out of his shell and he tries a lot of new things and I think that it will kind of inspire you to do obviously you need to have limits and you need to say no to things but to kind of push yourself just a little bit out of your comfort zone each day because that's when all the exciting things do happen So that's the first one I would say. And the second one is Bruce Almighty. I was thinking about that movie this morning. Also with Jim Carrey. Yeah. (laughs) That is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've seen it a million times. I just think it's so great. And it's a very, I think, humbling movie about how much power a person really does have. And... The biggest power of all that you can have is free will and how much power that you have over your own life by being able to decide what you do with it. So I think that's a really inspiring movie. Um, But really any Jim Carrey movie gets you in your spirits, but those are my good idea. (laughs) Those are really good. Yeah, I didn't think about Jim Carrey movies. That's really good. Yeah, for me, for movies, um, I said Legally Blonde. I mean low-hanging fruit there I guess but I love Legally Blonde I mean she says yeah (laughs) she sets out for something and she goes and she gets it and she doesn't let any stupid people tell her that she can't do what she wants to do and she just really goes for it and she um yeah I I really appreciate the confidence that she has in herself and that she just goes and sets out for what she wants so I think that's really important and it's a really good feel-good movie as well so I definitely would recommend that a classic bringing it back to the early 2000s law school like it's hard she's she's like I'm in law school it's hard (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) that confidence (laughs) 
Yeah, and then another one, um, another TV show is Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I feel like I've mentioned that show before as well. I love it. Um, and yeah, I mean, she was stuck in the bunker. She had confidence that she would get out. She remained faith. She had faith in herself and she didn't lose it. And then she got thrust out into the real world and she just went for it. She just went for everything she wanted and maybe she couldn't figure it out, but she learned as she went and she had the confidence in herself and the faith and the positive attitude to keep going with it. So I really like that show as well. It's funny too. I think, I think funny movies are good for confidence as well, like to just boost you up um in that way but yeah so that's what i would recommend watching they're both so so good (laughs) yeah thanks (laughs) thanks i'll have to watch some jim carrey movies too (laughs) oh he's the best i love him he's so great (laughs) yeah yeah well anyways thank you all for listening to us this was a great episode and we hope you enjoyed and let us know if you think we should go further into like any of the topics we talked about any of my three pillars of confidence that i named it in uh, (laughs) in friendship work or dating relationships any of that let us know uh we have lots of stories so yeah thank you again for watching be sure to follow us on instagram at pen pals podcast p-e-n-n pals podcast on instagram and to listen to us on spotify apple and google or watch us on youtube so we'll see you next time bye guys